my introduction. I don't know about you, but I've read the Bible so many times where I've read and knew what I read, but I never really thought about it more than superficially. Understanding how a tool works and how to use it are two different things. We have to meditate on what we read and think of how what we have learned can be beneficial. Being a good citizen of God's kingdom is learning the mind of the king. With this in mind, I want us to look at Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. In my family, we joke about being hangry. When you are starving, all you want is your appetite to be satisfied. Food is all you can think about. So, can you think of a time when food was all you could think about? Funny thing is, we do this daily, don't we? (laughs) What about being thirsty? I remember when I was in high school, I had a job working at a car dealership cleaning cars. I worked out in the hot sun for hours and became so thirsty. I drove home in my car, which was more like an easy-bake oven, and I dreamed of a cool glass of water. I was going to put ice in a large metal bowl and go outside and drink it as it poured down my scorching body. What is righteousness? Do we long for righteousness like we long for food and water? Is righteousness something we strive for all day long? To answer that question, we must ask, what is righteousness? A dictionary definition is the quality of being morally right. But that leads us to the question, what determines what is right? It is safe to say that truth determines what is right. But how do we find what is true? A definition of true is, in accordance with the fact or reality. If you think about it, there are a few things that are facts. Mathematics is, for the most part, factual because you can test the answer. Many other truths are not based on fact, like your favorite color. We can think about this biblically and ask, is lying okay? Think of Rahab's lie to her people to save the lives of the spies compared that to David's lie to priest Ahimelech, where men were killed because of it. We want truth to be black and white, but reality is truth is found in wisdom. The word truth is used many times in the New Testament. Most of the time, it is something that is discovered or declared. There are few verses that speak of finding truth. When looking for men to be leaders, one of the qualifications was not knowing the truth, but having wisdom. Acts 6.3 Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among yourself, men of honor support, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom ye may appoint over this business. Wisdom finds truth. Paul's prayer for um, for the people of Ephesus was to have wisdom. Ephesians 1.17 that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. 
Anyone following me knows that I have been working on understanding Genesis. Immediately, I get frustrated with Christians' attitudes towards it. I ask questions and often get response based on tradition or a deflection. That leads me to hunger and thirst for righteousness. If we want truth, we need wisdom. James says, If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God to give to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. This reality cannot go unnoticed. Only wisdom can discover truth. Take the example of the two lies. We need wisdom to decide if lying is acceptable. That is why God gave us Proverbs. The Bible is a book of wisdom, not rules. There are not enough rules to govern all situations. Proverbs 1 6. Or I'm sorry, Proverbs 1 through 6. The Proverbs of Solomon of son of David, the king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive words of understanding, to receive the instructions of wisdom, justice and judgment and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase in learning. A man of understanding shall obtain under wise counsel. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. In the beginning, Solomon was just a babe and he needed wisdom. When God asked what he wanted as king, Solomon said, Wisdom! To know good from evil. Here is something I have come to understand about the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It can't be that God did not want humans to know what is good and evil because he created them to rule with him. I believe they were forbidden to eat because they were naked. Think about little children who have no problem running around with no clothes on. They're totally unaware of all the evil that comes with nakedness. Imagine that if all at once you gave the mind of an 18-year-old to that little girl. What would she do? She'd feel ashamed and run and put some clothes on. Does that sound familiar? My point here is that of Proverbs. We need God to teach us how to decipher what is good and evil in the world. We cannot bypass God and strive to find righteousness alone, or we will sin. Finding the truth is hard work. It happens in prayer, reading the Bible, studying nature. Yes, studying nature. Bible colleges teach you that there is natural revelation, but we seem to throw that out when we try to make sense of the Bible. There are so many hours at night or times in a day that I am searching to find truth in my mind. If something doesn't make sense, it will bother me until I can get the answer. Questions about creation, the sovereignty of God, election, forgiveness, and the list goes on. I beg God to show me the answers I need to make truth sensible. I read books, articles, audiobooks, video lectures, podcasts, and of course I read the Bible. I ask God to show me the truth even if it's not what I want to believe. I beg God to send someone to correct me if I'm wrong. I ask questions or bounce ideas off of others to see if they are God's messenger to correct my faulty thinking. Now, I'll be frank here, and I'm 
not trying to think I'm better than anyone else. But can you blame me for this? Why are there so few Christians doing the same thing? It is so hard for me to find people searching for truth. I have difficulty getting anyone to have more than a five-minute conversation about a a biblical topic. On the converse, nobody, and I mean almost nobody, ever approaches me with questions. Yes, maybe I'm the problem and nobody wants to talk to me because of my personality. But I have been in church consistently for over 40 years and can't remember when I've heard Christians engage in seeking truth. It has to be a back and forth discussion or all that is happening is reinforcing the same ideas which could be wrong. Glass, do you respond within minutes of hearing something that someone shares with you? There is no way a person can give a thoughtful, a thoughtful response without thought. Are you willing to try to do your best to see if what they tell you is true? Or are you shooting it down immediately? Proverbs 18.13 says, He that hath an, he that answers the man before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. Acts 17.11 These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. It's time to be babes. Going back to the tree and the couple's nakedness, I think the Bible is so sophisticated that there are clear links of thought carried through the books. Here is an example of what I mean. Jesus had a hard time with those who thought they knew it all. They had their own wisdom, which correlates to eating from the wrong tree. It is looking for wisdom on your own rather than letting God reveal it to you. So Jesus said this in Matthew eleven twenty five. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. The naked Adam and Eve were, be- <laughs> were babes who needed wisdom. Like a good parent, God wanted to teach them wisdom they needed to rule well. We must remain as babes only because we need to learn. At the same time, we need to obtain maturity to tell the difference between good and evil. We cannot let the tradition of men and peer pressure keep us from learning. We cannot allow bias that was not created from a deep study of the Word of God to keep us from obtaining the knowledge God wants us to have. So in conclusion, I will leave you with this. Do you hunger and thirst for righteousness? Do you want to know the truth on how to understand the difficulties you are faced with daily? Do you want your mind to grow and to learn new things? Do you consider things you hear open-mindedly and want God to give you wisdom? Is seeking the truth done as much as you think about what you eat or drink? Jesus came to call people to be citizens of his kingdom. He was looking for those with the right attitude. The question is to you, are yours the Beatitudes?